This is Jamal. And this is Fee. And welcome to the Untitled Playlist Podcast. Hello. What's up, everybody? Today will be our third track. Track three. Titled Child Support. And in this episode, we'll basically be diving in that, you know, giving general opinions, our own experiences, other people's experiences, just jumping deep into that topic. So before we jump into our main track, let's get into our status report. Let's go. All right. So I was on Facebook, like always. I saw this guy post an adorable little girl, so I decided to click on it and see what he said. He said... My daughter has every Jordan you can imagine, but yet she wants these pink Walmart shoes. Parents, your kids don't give a crap about Jordans and designer clothes. At the end of the day, they want Batman and frozen shoes that light up. Let your kids be kids. Stop dressing them up like socks and miniature drug dealers. If if I dressed her, she would wear Walmart and Target brands. Start your kids a bank account and keep them Jordans where they're at. What do you think, Jamal? Um, it's a lot of different stuff. I I definitely feel like us as parents, a lot of times when it comes to dressing our kids, because I mean, here even if we let them just pick out what they want in the store, when we when it comes to letting them put shit together, they'll walk out the house for anything. So you still kind of have authority over what they wear. But I definitely agree with the fact of like you know the whole like not dressing your kids up in like you know the latest fashion just let them you know wear what they want to wear let them be kids don't you know what I'm saying your, your son shouldn't look like the you know same outfit you had on at the club last week like he should look like a little kid but in the same instance because I definitely grew up like that as a kid you know parents like to spoil their kids and if you know I want to buy my child nice things and they just so happen to be designer things I can't necessarily knock a person for that but I just feel like just don't force it on the kid like if you you know sh- trying to put him on a product belt, and he's like, hey, Ma, I want to put on my Spider-Man belt. Don't just put him in the product belt. Because, like, no, because my IG pick ain't going to get as many likes in your Spider-Man belt. So, you know, it kind of worked both ways. Well, you know, I pretty much agree. Um, I do think, I don't know, like, I think you should definitely let them have a choice so they have a chance to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see a lot of people who, you know, dress their kids in T. Louis Prada, whatever. I don't even know what, like, the latest brands are because I ain't hip on that. But, um, I mean, to each his own, kind of. But at the same time, I do feel like let them be kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and know that, like, like he mentioned the girl wanting pink shoes out of Walmart. It's like, the kid don't know what Jordan is, for real. They don't know what uh, yeah, Timberland is. Yeah, just kind of thinking about it. I remember the time we was in the store and we uh, we showed our kids some checks. And we was like, y'all want these, these in the Jordan? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was so exciting. It's like, y'all don't even know. Yeah, they don't. It's not a Jordan. Y'all just heard the word Jordan, so you got excited. And it's like, you don't even know what's behind this. Um, Me, personally, you know, on the weekends or whatever, the kids can wear anything. Their asses be clean, so I don't care what they wear. Like, they can go and put on the most tackiest, whatever, as long as they happy, because usually on the weekends we, like, in the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for letting them just throw on whatever they want to throw on. 
Um, and even when I'm getting Kizzy ready to actually go somewhere, sometimes I give her options. I'll say, um, what would you, which outfit would you like? I'll show her different stuff and give her options um, just so she can kind of have a voice. As far as buying clothes, I'm definitely that mama who's like, I mean, we do have four kids. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm real big on bargain shopping. So I'm catching deals after deals using coupons, whatever, because, I mean, in a year they're not going to be able to fit it anyway. And I just don't think it's that important to, as long as they look nice, you can tell if they will groom and stuff, then it don't matter what name brand is behind a piece of clothing. Yeah, and I think I think that's probably the big thing for me. Like, if you can, you know what I'm saying, if you have the money and you feel like, well, I just want to put my kid in nice clothes and I can afford it and, you know what I'm saying? You're not forcing it on them, you know, you know, you know, more power to you and it's like it's it's not necessarily a knock on that. It's just more so the, the forcing of it where it's like if you if you know your if you know your your daughter play with La La Lucy and, you know, Disney princesses and this, that and the third, but for some reason when it comes to pick out her clothes, she don't ever go to those T shirts, she just always end up in Gucci and stuff. It's like, ah, is that you or is that the kid? So Or you know what else too, and I don't know if this is like I like how we keep saying Gucci. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this like contradicting myself or not, but um like Dallas loves his Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. And um even well, I don't remember it. Like I feel like the girls just wear, you know, the regular whatever. Yeah, they don't, but um I know, like, even if your kids just like something, you can allow them to wear it just around the house or, like, to the grocery store. Like, if they like um, princess shoes or Spider-Man shoes and you don't really care for them, because I know how it feels to, like, for my child to want something. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like that that much. Like, um, I know Kizzy, she used to have um, some Skechers light-up shoes. Mm -hmm. And I just think they're a little too much. But I would still let her wear them if we... If we're going to my mama's house or going, you know, just going wherever where it don't really matter. Now, if she's going somewhere where I want her to look, you know, done up or a certain way, then I put her on, you know, something I prefer or give her an option of something that I prefer. But get them the little Walmart tennis shoes if they want and just let them go play in them or, you know, they'll like it because hmm. kids just like what they like. And uh, I think we should specify this is this is probably a, a very younger age range because I feel like, you know, maybe – we'll say first grade and, you know, to baby, because I feel like once, as they get older in age and, you know, you can kind of see early signs of what kids, you say the kids wearing in school and stuff. As they get older, you play a factor into, you know, what's cool and stuff. We're not necessarily talking about that. That's, that's a totally different conversation as far as, you know, what the value of kids as far as what's cool. And, you know, I'm real big on telling kids to be themselves. I'm sure it'll be a track or something. But as of now, we just specifically <laughs> – Jesus, I can't talk. We're specifically just talking about younger kids to just like kitty shit, but for some reason you just constantly see all these Instagram pictures of little kids and stuff that they clearly didn't pick their parents for them in. And again, not knocking them. If that's what they want to do, it's fine. But don't don't force it on your kid. If your kid asks to, you know, put on a light up sketchers, let them put them on. I think what I said is a very good um example or suggestion. You know, they well, let you have the say so over their clothes, and then let them enjoy what they like. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So, so that'll be our uh, status report.
And we're going to move on to Repost We Talk, where I actually did some work this week, y'all. Not really. I just saw a video that was real interesting in speed and hair shit. So, <laughs> so a video that's been going kind of viral is there's a, a, a guy, and he, uh, he comes in on his girl, and she's deleted all of his history off of his 2K gaming system. And in her mind, it's a joke. And she just like, you know, you spend so much time on this system, you don't pay me no attention. I just thought I deleted it. She thinks it's kind of funny. And to me, I feel like in the video, if you see it, it's a perfect example of how women view things and don't really get some of the things that men do. And it's, it, I feel like you can go into a bunch of because it was just so funny because the girl was so clueless. And the big thing, and I was explaining to see the big thing about it is, Women just see a man sitting down playing on a video game all the time and getting ignored, which I'll get into because you have a gripe there. You definitely have a gripe, but she handled it all wrong. The thing is, when when, the, the, when you think about the hours put into that and then you just take it away, he can't get that back. Like, it's gone. Like, I, and, you know, you see videos of girls burning up guys, Jordans, girls keying guys' cars. Like, girls, men have these things that we like and girls mess them up. And I'm not too big on the whole, you know, burning up the Jordans and keying up the cars either. But <laughs> that's stuff that can be replaced. You got to kind of think about can't get them hours back. Can't get this. That's <laughs> like, I like I, I was I was explaining to see there's a video game that I just beat and it it shows you how long you played it and I spent 72 hours on that game. And if she decided that she just up and got mad and wanted to delete it, my 72, 72 hours of my life is just gone and I can't get it back. And I'm sure some, this, I'm sure the majority of women that were here just would still think they're like, it's just a game, it's not that big of a deal. And it's just a disconnect of like what men care about and what women care about. And I mean, uh, it's different nuances to that. You can go on more into that. But the thing that I was thinking, and which it was a young girl, and which so it didn't even really matter, but it did kind of stand out to me where I was like, you know, it's probably a lot of relationships that's dealing with that. Because, you know, us generation of men, you know, early, mid, late 20s, we in relationships where we still play video games. You know, our parents didn't really do that. So you have these generations of couples of women dealing with men that spend a lot of time on video games. And it's, like I said earlier, it's a definite gripe. Like, if you feel like every day you come home and you just see him playing a game, you definitely have a, a right to be like, hey, what, what, what's up? Yeah. But you have a conversation. You talk to him. You, you don't, don't delete that. You, delete all that you shit. You don't delete all that shit. You don't do that. Like, it's just a really terrible thing. And I feel like it is, is I don't know the word to use, but as small as it might seem to women, you just got to think about how, like, times change and certain technologies and things that might seem small to you. It's, it's a big deal to other people because the same way that a woman can come home, you know, whine and complain about what somebody said in her comments, to a lot of men, we sometimes, like, it's just comments, like, who cares? But it's, it's a big thing to y'all. And it's just, like, it's just certain stuff that times move on. It's, it's going to play a bigger role, so. Well, I know never to delete your game. I don't know. You know how I am when I get mad, though. Like, I'm bound to do anything. I, feel like, I mean, that's true, but I just feel like the way I set up is, like, me playing games, like, it doesn't really bother us because if I'm playing a game, you're probably on your phone or something. I just thought the video was interesting because the girl was so clueless, and you could just see the heartbreak in that man's eyes. I feel <laughs> so sorry for him. Um, You know what that made me think of? You know how, um, like, for an example, Dallas and your toy. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and, Jamal has uh, yeah, comics say, give, and 
toys, action figures and stuff. Yeah, give a little backstory. I collect a lot of different things, and it's on a bookshelf that's very accessible to our son. But I, and Dallas um, opened one of the toys and started playing with it, and of course Jamal keeps them in the box, so he ripped the box. And in that moment, like I knew that it was like, oh man, this is my fault because I'm supposed to be watching him, and and I knew you was gonna be upset about it. But um, it made me think of how like I feel like before he's gotten into something of yours, and um, and you were like, see why you let him get into it, and I'm just like. Bro, it's just a book. It's not that big of a deal. Dallas being Dallas, it's not a big deal. You know, which I had explained to. Like, none. I don't have none of my stuff is really expensive, but it's just the fact in which in which he basically explained that she learned that like, oh, he cares about this, and it's like no matter. Yeah, but at first I was like, bro, it's just a book. And to be honest, (laughs) and to be honest, it works both ways. I just feel like it's more so with women. And uh, it's more so what women don't think is as important for men because we just have these things. Like I said, our cars, our clothes, our shoes. We just have these different things. And granted, you know, I feel like the majority of men probably have, like, things that they care about that are more expensive. So at some point you just kind of be like, even if you feel like it's not that big of a thing, like you, you fucking up something that's money. But it's just this, I, I just I just feel like people should just kind of pay attention to the fact that you just kind of learn, you know, as a woman. Excuse me. You learn. I'm country, but as a woman, you just kind of learned that. Oh, my, my, you know, my, my, uh, my male counterpart, my husband, my boyfriend, my whatever. There's this thing that he cares about. I think it's small, but oh, he cares about it. this. Hurts his feelings for something to happen to it. And I feel like a lot of women don't possess that when they're in there. I'm not saying all women, I'm not down on women. I'm just saying a lot of times in relationships, when women they like to be the center of attention, so they don't really expect you to like care about nothing else um, other than them. And it's not not in a negative way, but it's just like, well, don't nobody care that you got um saying it took you ten years to collect your Jordans. You got me. You should just be concerned with me. Was the video like did she do it as a joke or she did it, it was because bo- it, it was both. She was she was it was her was way annoying. Yeah, it was her way of saying I'm annoyed with you playing the video game but yet at the same time it's like eh hey, I got you nigga. Because the, oh, the caption said this is why women aren't funny. She legit thought she did something funny like a like if if I catch my like oh, for example like a videos of like guys that fall asleep and then you put ice whipped cream and shit on their face. Yeah, that's funny. I got you, nigga. But you didn't just delete 80 hours of their person's life, but it didn't register with her. In her mind, she just like, eh, I got you. That kind of that also made me think about how you play too much. We ain't got to go that far, but it just really made me think about how, like, you always doing something in the midst of your joking. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I do <laughs> I do sometimes play too much. and like, But, this, but you know what, though? My thing is I'm just goofy, like... I, I just might fuck up and break something. I might hurt you yeah, for real. Yeah, I feel like that same emotion is behind, like, can be behind it. Kind of. I feel like mine is more so I'm goofy in the moment and it goes too far. Hers was like she legit thought she did something and she didn't do something funny. She did something actually pretty bad. <laughs> mine, like, I, I, feel like, break up. I feel like if I like, wasn't so damn yeah. goofy, when I go too far, it would be fine. I'm just goofy and might fuck around and break your ankle or something trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people was like, you know what I'm saying, that's not nothing to leave your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, now that I think about it, just kind of thinking about some of the different responses. Most people, even even a lot of women was just like, yeah, that's kind of fucked. Like, I don't play video games, and it's like, if I had an issue with my boyfriend playing video games, I wouldn't just, clearly he didn't spend a lot of time on it. So oh, I, I remember, um, 
trying to beat that damn Grand Theft Auto as a kid, and I think I'd be mad if yeah. I just saved the game and I got to redo out of me. Yeah, and it's just like it's just a lot. A lot of girls just don't really know the to just think about a video game. They just think, oh, he didn't spend eighty hours on this video game, but they don't think that that eighty hours accumulated to something. They just think he just be on it. So, you know, women out there, if you listening to this and you got an issue with your man and he playing the video, get talk to the nigga. Don't don't touch it. Don't touch like don't. That's just. It's just sad. Or they had those memes or something that you're supposed to, like, stand with some booty shorts on in front of the yeah. Nah, because he... <laughs> I feel like depend, depending the on... Booty out is there. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, <laughs> like, depending on what kind of game you got, guy you got is like, he might just go, like, yeah, that ass going to be there tonight. I ain't. Like, but, uh, can you move? But, yeah, just just talk to him, like, and which, you know, which applies to a lot of different things. But then this specifically, don't don't go fucking with your man game. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. <laughs> and that being said, we are going to go into our main track, track three, drum roll. I said drum roll, not metro. Boom, boom. Um, track three, child support. Oh, um, good old child support. No, no, no. I want to I want to preface this by saying, which will kind of be preached throughout the conversation, that. I feel like I, I say I say this in all aspects. No one situation applies to all, but child support especially because people get. I mean, it's people's money, money that you can't. You know, some people need, some people have no control over, and it is a very sensitive topic. But I feel like people really got to understand. Cause I feel like a lot of people give advice on this. A lot of people have views on it, but they take their own personal view and just think that that applies in all situations. And it's just so many different ways that child support can play out. Like. It's ways women can be in the wrong. It's ways men can be in the wrong. It's ways both people can be in the wrong, both people can be in the right. And it's like you can't take your one train of thought and think that that applies for everybody. Yeah, everybody's situation is different. So I just definitely want to start off with that. Um, I guess we could start off with our own personal experiences mm. before we jump all the way, I guess, in a general sense. I mean, mine is, is pretty straightforward. And, um, you know, once uh, me and Maddie's mama, we pretty much separated you know, right after she was born, and for a time, I was giving her money on my own and writing checks, which um, I guess throughout my own situation, I just throw certain tips out there. <clears throat> Man, if you like, if you and your child's mother are not together and you're not on child support, it's not, it's best to not just give loose money and they're keeping a receipt shit. It don't matter. Just, just go ahead and and it sucks because men are so people in general are sensitive about their money, but men are really like uptight about having to give money away that they didn't plan on giving out. But I, I, I say this to say to help yourself in the long run. Instead of being in like this um, unknown for eighteen years and never knowing what she's gonna do, just have a set amount that you could afford and just write a check every week, every two weeks, every month, whatever works for you. Because doing the whole fifty dollars here, fifty dollars there, diapers here, outfit there, trip to Disney here, blah 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 blah. You can do this shit for 10 years. Your child can turn 11 years old, and the mama could just one day be like, you know what, fuck you, put you on child support. And and this is the thing. You can show up with your receipts, or you can show up with everything that you feel like you, that you did for the past 10 years. But, you know, the judge is going to do the judge is going to look at her and say, is he telling the truth? And she could just gladly say, nah, he lying. And they're going to go with what she say. So I just say that, you know, out of my own experiences and jump jumping back into my story, just just write a check. Just write a check. Because it's the same thing. People, you know, I don't know, I, I guess it's like that, that formal thought of, like, 
you mean you wrote her a check every month? Well, you just owe her $50 or just like, or, or I know a lot of times men are real big on, I'm going to take care of the child and spend money on my time. And it's like, that just leads to a problem. Like you can't, that ain't how, it really ain't how it works, especially if you don't have, um, I guess, main custody of a child. You can't think, oh, I'm going to buy stuff for her when I feel like it or when I, or when I want to, when it's like the mama raising her and she don't get that decision. Like if that kid needs something, she just got to buy it, but you get to just spend your money all with it, nearly. So let me ask you before we. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, we could, I mean, we might even, you know, we just kind of go all over the place with it, just stay on the topic. Do you feel that a guy who's actively in your child's life, just say, um, he, let's just say he get her, um, Wednesday and Thursday of each week and then every other weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. This actively always there or whatever. Do you think that guys should be on Southport? Um, and it's, it's such a gray area, but at that point, it's just kind of up to what the mother sees. Like, I could sit here and say a man that sees his child and has his child just as much as the mother. Yeah, I, I personally feel like he shouldn't be on child support, but at the end of, at the, end of the day, it's, it's up to the mama. The mama could just be like, eh, you bullshit and go. So a lot of me isn't really just talking out of, like, what I think is right or wrong. It's just in preparation for what could possibly happen. Because, um, and speaking on it, uh, like, as far as, like, the dad spending time, how much time the dad spends with the child or whatever, um. And it's just what I noticed from my own experience. The actual, uh, the actual law on child support, based off of what I went through, it's not, it's really not bad. It's how they, it's how they, um, enforce it. In which the the law is basically based off of you pay how much you make and how often you spend with the child. Like that's where the amount of money comes in. And with me, to be honest, I never really had a problem with it. I never really had a problem with like, oh, this is how much I make. This is how much I see my daughter. This is how much I pay. That's not my problem. My problem is I have no control over how often I get to see my daughter. Yeah, I was just about to say that's, that because... that's, that's the bad part of how it's enforced. Everything is solely on the mama, and it's like, you know what I'm saying, though I, I, I started a conversation off, you know, talking about what men should do, is women, since y'all have so much control over, like, you know, it, it should be some responsibility to, in that, in which, honestly, as a woman, the main thing is, I feel like for men, if I, if I was to take it in the general aspect, men, don't be so quick and selfish to hold on to your money. But no, it does still suck because if if a woman just decides I want to get as much money as I want, I'm going to let him see her as less as often. And that's just a really petty, but it happens, though. Yeah, because people will, will women will keep their kids, yet expect passport, but don't let the kids see the dad, which is completely wrong on my end, unless it's something that you don't feel safe or you feel like it's your child in danger or some shit, but... Let's yeah, I, I feel like that. Unless it's something behind it, you know. Yeah, I, I've always said that. Unless you know for a fact that your child. Well, you know what? I take it back because you actually brought it up to me because you. I feel like you said you've seen it somewhere, and this was a while ago. I used to always be like, unless that child is in danger, there, there is no reason a woman should be keeping her child away from her, from uh, his or her father. Like I just used to be a hundred percent against that, but you actually. Excuse me. Excuse me. I knew some people. I don't know if you knew them, but you were just like you've seen on Facebook or heard on Facebook, or maybe you did know where it was like some women feel like I don't necessarily be quick to let my daughter see 
the um, see the father because he just kind of hops in all willy nilly, and I know how much it affects my daughter. Where it's like, you know, what I'm saying you might pop up, you know, in January and say, "Hey, I want to see my daughter," and if I'm doing this quote unquote right thing and let you see her, I let you see her, and then you decide I ain't gonna get her no more till November, and it's like I'm the one that, as a mother that got to deal with. You got to answer to it, and I think a lot of people don't understand that, and even I didn't understand it until um, I actually made the post and had people, you know, telling me because they was actually going through it. You know, sometimes it takes you to learn about stuff just by hearing people, other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember, um, I mean, basically that's what it was. It was like a, a guy who wasn't in the picture. He was just basically like, I'll just get her when I can. He'll see her for an hour one day and then it'll be, the kid will be like, where's my dad? Where's my dad? And then four months later, having heard from him, then on the fifth month, it's like, oh, I want to see you again. So like, I had to hear that first before I understood it because at first I was like, no, nah, everybody, if you want to try and see him, let him see him. Yeah, and it's like as a, as a mother, like it's like when he pop up on that fifth month, I've dealt with my child asking for you for four months. And then you pop up on this fifth month, and it's like if I decide to let you see her, like, I know that you're going to disappear again, and it's like, I got to deal with it again. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for the, the mom and the child. Sometimes you have to, even though it might hurt your kid, you might have to protect them and, you know, do what you can on your part to keep them from continuing to get hurt. But back to what you were saying. Well, no, and I was just going to say, and I'm not saying it to say that, like, I feel like this, that, that's a hundred percent right. You know, there may be some instances where it's like, Hey, even though he all loosey goosey when, with, when he want to see the child and it sucks that when he decides to disappear, you got to deal with that child's heartbreak. And some of those instances you might still have to deal with it. I was just saying that that was new to me. I just always feel like unless the kid wasn't in danger, me too. you don't never have to keep it away. But after hearing certain stories like that, I was like, okay. And like I said, that just that's another way where it just helped me grow. Where it's like I can't have these one-minded thoughts on things and think that, no, this is what I do, so this is what everybody should do. <laughs> Diving back to my own story, which I just kind of realized, I'm, I'm probably going to just slowly go through my own story but just pick off general topics because I just feel like it's a lot of different stuff that I feel like I've always wanted to talk about and bring up but um, like I said early on we weren't together I was giving her checks but eventually we ended up in court but the thing is I feel like from the get-go she had went down there and filed for uh, child support it's just which is another thing sometimes and which is case to case sometimes it could take they could have you in there in a couple of months or they can have you in there two years and I'm a D just like that. Or they can have you in there, you know, they can have you, it could take up to two years, you know, or even longer just waiting to get a court date to go file for, um, to get a case about getting child support. Now, here's the trick with it. If you as a, you know, as a father, you know what I'm saying, and this is advice for both ends, mothers and fathers. If you have mothers that just put, that just want to get a court case, to uh, get child support from the father, and if you a father, a father that just went to that while y'all are waiting for two years, mothers know that, and not while y'all are waiting for exactly two years, but while y'all are waiting, mothers know that it can take a while before you can get there, so maybe try to work something out with the father. If he's unwilling, no, you're going to have to stick it out until that time comes. Don't just think, oh, I'm going to put my child support, I'm scraped. 
Like, it could take a long time. Or, excuse me, men on men's side know that if you got a case that's sometime coming, don't think that you're just going to chill and stack your coins till they come because back pay is a motherfucker. And if you go in there and it took you out two years to get a court date and you ain't got no proof of you've been doing anything, they're going to make you pay you for gonna it. You're going to pay for them too. Yeah, you're going to pay for it. So just on both ends, just kind of be prepared for one of, you know, the, you know, and it's so many different situations because you could be in a situation where the man knows that he's going to get put on child support. You could be in a situation where y'all hate each other, but I'm trying to speak in a general sense. But you also need to tell your story too, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get through it. But um, tell your story, girl. But just like I said, just know if you know me as a man, it means when you get that letter in the mail and you know it's coming, don't just sit back. Be prepared, and women, uh, vice versa, as far as the waiting period. But like I said, we eventually got our court date. And the thing that stood out to me the most was, well, yeah, so that was the thing. I mean, once they told me that, hey, you know, this is how often you spend with a child. This is how much you make. Um, this is how much you pay. I was like, that's fine. But then it just kind of occurred to me, hey, I would love to spend more time with my daughter. But, you know what I'm saying, the mama won't let me do that. So, you know what I'm saying, shouldn't I have some say-so? And it's basically like, uh, you know, and that's when eventually, you know, which I was already in the process of that, like trying to get more time with my daughter because I already had standard visitation, but I feel like I wanted to see her more. But the thing is, even with standard visitation, any time outside of that, you have no say-so. you got to run in by the mama. Even if it's the most minuscule thing, I just want to take off ice cream. Mama got to say yes if it's outside of standard visitation. So I was working to try to get more time. Eventually, I got a lawyer. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a waste of money. But it just kind of shows how the system works. I, for some reason, couldn't personally go in there and say, hey, I want to get more time. I had to have a lawyer file that for me, which, you know, this could be a learning experience. Somebody else could have had a different experience out there and say, oh, no, it didn't have to go like that. We would love to hear about it. It's no better. <laughs> uh, but just based on my experience, when I just tried to go down there and be like, hey, I'm trying to get more time with my daughter. They're like, no, you can't personally do it. You got to have a lawyer do it. So, okay. I had a brother, uh, well, God brother, that was dealing with the same situation. I went and got his lawyer. And they found the, uh, you know, the, I guess uh, I'm bad with words, you know, but they found the thing to get me more time. And once we actually got our court date, she was, the, I just feel like I just wasted so much. She was just basically like, look, whatever the mama is willing to do, you just do that. And I was just sitting there thinking, so why did I hire you? I basically just hired you so I can get a court case or whatever. But long story short, it just, to me, like I said earlier, the, the, I've never, I've never, right, right. I've never really had an issue with the actual laws, just how it's enforced. Like, if you gonna tell men that, you know, what I'm saying, hey, based off the time you see the child, how much you make, this is what you pay. Well, we should get a little say so in how often we get to see our child, not just, but you know, only the mama decides how much you get to see the child outside of the standard visitation. So, and I know things work different as far as joint custody and all that, but. To my knowledge, you can't just joint custody isn't uh, oh I want it like the, that's another thing that the mama has to agree to at first like there's no working around it the mama got to say okay I'm cool with it before there can even be an option so um well I know like basically you feel like you don't have a problem with child support itself that's just something that you it's yeah. got to be paid and you pay it boom you're not mad about that at all. Um, but your situation behind it, as far as like you have no no say so or nothing, yeah, like yeah, it's like, like the sucky part. Which I mean, you know that just sucks to you know deal with you know your 
Yeah, maybe daddy, baby, mom, and all that stuff. I feel like, like the person you're dealing with is just because sometimes they're not going to be out of office. Yeah, it's like, I feel like the thing that says is like, even, and I guess the courses don't even have this in their eyes. There's this ther- stereotypical, <laughs> this stereotypical look on men. There's like, oh, it's just a bunch of niggas concerned with their money. They don't. They just worry about losing money, but it's like you actually got fathers out there that just want to spend more time with their kids, and we don't have no say so in there. Ain't nobody, you know, so ain't nobody complaining about no money. It's just like, hey, I just want to see my child more often. It's like it's legit. It's it's so simple. It's like yeah, because it I, sucks to be. I mean, in I mean, like pretty much like you saying, it's like it sucks to pay all this money a month, and it's like I only get this person every other two. Uh, this person, I only get my kid every other two weeks. Or every other week, and that's it. And that's why I feel like at the end, in some cases, yeah. And that's why I feel like in the gen, in a general case, and again, I feel like this isn't. That's why I preface the whole conversation with like nobody's don't don't take any of this. Yeah, preface. That's right. Um, but like you know, I'm saying nobody's like specifically picking on men and women. Like if you if you as a woman sitting there like, well, my husband, he can come get this little motherfucker anytime he wants to. Clearly, I'm not talking to you. But it's like lucky you. It's like there, and then I feel like that's another thing. I feel like there you have these two different sets of people that kind of don't belong with each other. Like you have the woman that's like, well, he can come get him whenever, but the dude ain't really trying to do it. Then you got the dudes. You might have a dude out there that's gonna be like really determined to try to see his kids a lot, but he ends up with the mama that like, nah, you can just get her on your weekend. And it's like. That, it's, it's, I saw a meme about that. It was like the good guys get stuck with the bad baby mama. Yes, yeah. the bad baby mamas get stuck. It, well, it's the other way around, whatever. And, <laughs> and I feel like that's probably what a bulk of it is. And it's like it's just all this different mess or whatever. So you know what's funny is it's only your opinion. I feel like I probably looked like a bad baby mom before. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But it's but like, all dudes hate their baby mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but I mean, even. I'm I feel like on the outside looking in, people might have looked at you differently, but it didn't. Like I've always said, if you and uh, you know him, you and his dad got upset, and then like then it really don't matter what nobody else thinks, you know. So yeah, that is true. And, I mean, at the end of the day, that was another one in which I'm assuming he just kind of accepted that too. It's like in which I mean that's that's a whole other conversation. Dude. Yeah. Oh, you can tell me you want to. Yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, no, I was actually gonna say that there's a whole other conversation to get into where it's like, you know, saying that like there's an acceptance of like, hey, I I decided to move and I can't get my kid as often. So, excuse me, since that's the case, I, I mean, I might have to end up paying a little bit more. And then some people, which brought up the interesting thing, and which I feel like you brought it up around the time where a lot of people were just in this whole thing of like, damn. So it's like even if I try to move to better myself. I have to end up paying more money, so it's like what you still have responsibility. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it kind of comes back to that. Like even I can't jump up and go. It's like even if you decide to like you know like look you know what I'm gonna move to to uh, better myself, and it's like well damn when I move and I'm trying to make more money like they just take it away. So what was the point? And it's like no matter how you try to move forward in life, the, the, the situation as far as having a kid just doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Not one one. It, it having a child just doesn't go anywhere, and it's like I know. And then it's like I know you you hear about all these different relationships where it's like, oh, me and the dad just works it out. We don't want to get the court involved. Blah blah blah. Sometimes they need to be involved. Yeah, like oh, to make things fair. Yeah, like 
help people because some people just can't get it together on them things. Yeah, if you can, more power to you. I was like, I don't even know how I didn't bring this up. I hate seeing dudes that just go above and beyond and just ruin their fucking life trying to keep a baby mom from putting them on child support. I'd be so bad. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. I'd be so bad. Like they don't realize it. Like if you just get put on court, you don't even gotta go to court. Just let her put you on child support. Your life would be so much better. You don't realize how. Like that, and that's what I had to learn. That's why because I would much rather peace of mind, man. Peace yeah, peace of, of mind. Because say you hate your baby mama, yet she blowing up your phone. Don't you need some pampers? Um, damn, bro, why she got? I need fifty dollars. Da da da. If if the money was coming on the card, she wants to call you and ask you for nothing. But they go back to that male pride of of, of men and their money. Cause like you, you, you got such an ego and pride about your money that you willing to sacrifice your peace of mind. And it's like, do not do that. Cause at the end of the day, like you, you paying money anyway. So why not just get their peace of mind and just have it come out? And you know what I'm saying? Like I said, tell us stop calling. Yeah, like you, you, like <laughs> things that you're dealing with, you don't have to like live. If you're know. dealing with them. Yeah, like just to go with their pride and their ego. And as um, you know, I know we kind of talking a lot about the different avenues of like the court system and child support, but that doesn't like, even though I feel like it is, I, I haven't seen it as much. If if you as two adults can, it, I feel like that's the ideal situation. You know, you don't have to get the courts involved. We didn't, and we did. That's why the courts have to get involved because I feel like the judge even said that the, the re, I feel like if I remember correctly, the judge was like the only reason that y'all because you know a lot of in a lot of court cases they have their speech to all the different people and then they do the individual case. But it's like the only reason that y'all are in here because for some reason y'all can't work it out, so I got to work it out. And it's like y'all can literally just. Ain't tell us it. But <laughs> the, the the problem is, is like people just don't know how to go. There's a kid, but we don't want to be together. Let's just work it out. It's so much other stuff that people put into that. And if you just, if y'all done decided not to be together, why can't y'all just work something out? Or whatever. And it's like, because like I always tell you, when two people are together and it don't work out, somebody end up getting hurt. It's gonna be some type of friction in between the two, leading you there. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks because it's like all the stuff that makes, all the things that make child support hard or just. Shout out to the people who can co-parent. Well, this 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 is what I was gonna say. Just you know, still still speaking on child support because I mean, co-parenting is you know a big a big financial aspect goes into it. But the, all, everything that makes co-parenting hard, the majority of the time, has absolutely shit to do with being a parent. It's just being an ex or being a a, a person that's mad. Yeah, it's, it's being everything but a co-parent. And it's like if you solely focus on What's best? It's corny and is is typical. Focus you, on the child. If you focus on the child, it's so much other shit that like that you realize don't matter. But it's like people are selfish in what they want to be mad about and what's upsetting them. And it's like I know that if I just think about the fact that you know what I'm saying uh, whenever whenever little John John go over his dad's house, absolutely nothing happy happens and he okay and happy when he come home. But I don't like that bitch that he got at the house. So I'm going to ask when he go over there. And it's like, they ain't got nothing to do with your son. Like, he's happy when he go over there. But it's like, people just, I don't know, people don't know how to, And I mean, it makes sense. Because, I mean, people are emotional. And the majority of these, clearly these situations that happen, happen, uh, they probably happen out of wedlock, as you love to say. Or they just weren't. That's what happened when you had kids out of wedlock. Yeah, like they weren't planned. Stop or... having these kids. Keep y'all stuffing y'all pants. No. Man. 
And ladies, keep them legs closed. Not just like says a bitch with four kids. I'm gonna say that message is brought to you from Grandma Fee. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But you do need to be careful who you have kids by. Jesus, you do. Yeah, but like you know how I be feeling about that. Like all the advice that you can give about what you're not supposed to do, the people that need it probably already done it, and the people that I know, were, I know. the people I mean, that were I've listening. I've done it. I've fucked up plenty of times. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in no way more, no way know, perfect, know, but. I feel like I'm. Somebody could hear that. And, yeah. yeah, if you can, if if you want to listen to little old me, like I didn't been through some stuff. Like, I I don't know. Anywho, my story. Oh yeah, go ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> no, um, it's funny that you brought up the whole. Um, it's funny that you brought up the fact that like everybody's situation is different. Some people, um, cases take longer to process than others. Um, what's funny is. With my daughter or whatever, my firstborn, Kizzy, um, they served her daddy papers when she was around maybe three, four months. And I had no clue about anything. Like, I did not go down to court to put him on child support. We actually had um, had an agreement of him to pay me, like, every two weeks a certain amount. I don't remember how much it was because there was, like, Eight years ago, but um. Yeah, I was just gonna say real quick that 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 yeah, it is definitely a clear example of like you just don't know how it plays out. Cause in my case, like I said, man's mama went down there to put me on child support, and it took like a year and a half before we got a court date. But in Fee's case, they did absolutely nothing, and they just went and got him. Cause I'm pretty sure it was because she was on ten care. But I just said it to say how everybody's situation is different. And well, you, don't you know, know. Maddie was on ten care too. Like some. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I don't know because because I've also heard you know. If you sign the birth certificate, they automatically put you on child support. If y'all not married, like I've I've heard that a lot too. That like, if you sign a birth certificate, but but there's no uh like like there's no proof of marriage, they automatically start a case for child support, even if y'all together. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, because he could of which I think he was. Um, he may or may not have been upset. I don't know. Sure, those eight years ago. Um, but I was like, no, I didn't do it. Damn you all. I'm old or I'm a hoe? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, that could happen to a guy and he can call her and be like, bitch, you didn't win and told these yeah, folks yeah. this and I'm like, I ain't know nothing about it. He called me. I wouldn't have even known that we had to go to court if he didn't yep. call me and be like, hey, I, I was clueless. But um, basically, we go down there. Um, In this case, the judge basically asked us, how much we make, um, how often he gets her. And at the time, like, we weren't on any schedule for real. He just got her with his um, – Jamal's making crazy faces at me right now. But he just got her when he could. And she was still small, so, like, she didn't get out the house much. Anywho, um, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> um, basically – you know, we we he had said, yeah, me and her have an agreement that I pay this amount or whatever. And oh, another thing they do not care about. Yeah, <laughs> yes. If you, if you said if, I don't care. Yeah, it's like if you in that courthouse is like, sir, I don't care if you give her two dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month. This is what you're gonna pay her when you leave my courthouse. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did not care about that or whatever. So they set their own amount. Fine and dandy, we leave and. That was that on that. Fast forward, how many years later? 
I say six. Yeah, about six. I feel like it was two years ago, so. It wasn't two years ago. Then he moved? So he moved two years ago. I feel like the, the actual increase is recent, but the actual yeah, so the, the reason that it happened, you know, was two yeah, years so ago. Yeah, so basically my child's father um, moved out of town, which I'm all for. I was completely happy for that. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, and I was going to say, you should, you should um, I guess, acknowledge or just, you know, mention the fact that, like, what he was initially was paying was based off, of, like, a minimum wage. And yeah, this was when we were, um, what? Nineteen. Yeah, you know, as making seven dollars you know, an hour. Older, he you know eventually started making more money, but you never actually went to get more money because he was here and he was getting her. Can I tell my story? Well, you you skipped it. You was gonna go straight to him moving. You wasn't gonna mention. Well, it. I was gonna say, can I do this? Can I have the floor, please? This is Jamal. This has been fun. I will be exiting the podcast. Thank you. Anywho, back to um, what I was saying was um, her dad decided to move to better himself for him and his family, which I was completely for. I feel like if you want to leave and get out of Memphis and better yourself, go for it. I'm willing to work out whatever we need to work out so you can see your child. I'm all for it. Um, Mind you, while he was here in Tennessee, um, I, I felt that he really tried to be the best dad he could be. Um, he was here and helpful. We actually stayed really close to each other. So, you know, if I needed him to get her for a little while, he he was a good dad and um, still is a good dad. Um, you know, I just had a lot of help when he was here. Financially, um, being that I needed to put Kizzy in before and after school care, um, financially the child support wasn't, it really wasn't enough as the child gets older and then they need things for school and they grow out of shoes and clothes and, you know, eventually you just you just might need a little more. And, of course, this was based off of making $7 an hour. So eventually the child support was just the after-school care payment. Um, so when he moved, I, I, I then realized that, you know, I, I need I need more help financially. Um and it was only right Jamal, what are you doing? Um, it's only right that, you know, out of fairness, you know, here I am stuck. I felt like the middleman. Jamal's paying all his money and child support to our child outside of the home and here we are with Kizzy, and I don't feel like I'm getting enough help with her. So I, I felt that, you know, it was only right that I, I tried to, like, look into it and see what what should I do considering he, he doesn't live here anymore. And I don't have him for help as far as picking her up from school or keeping her for a, few, for a little while. It's like I didn't really have that help. Luckily, I did have um, his mom from time to time. Um, and other family members, but, you know, from a dad, I just needed the, the extra support. Um, also, with him being gone, he wasn't able to see her like I felt that he should have saw her. And I had to deal with, you know, trying to explain to her that, you know, yeah, daddy love you and you're going to see him soon and not really knowing when exactly she would see him. And, of course, I wasn't faulting him or... um you know, 
putting him down or anything. I'm just telling her he's going so he can take care of you and the family and you know, you'll see him as soon as he can. He hard working, blah, blah, blah. Um, but as far as, you know, child support and finances, I did call and I'm like, so what should I do? Um, if, if the child's dad has moved away and they're like, well, um, let me look at your case. You're due for a review. Every so often they do a review. So, um, upon that, they sent me papers I had to fill out and send in my information. Um, anything you want to cut me off and say, Jamal? No, no, I definitely, I, was, I mean, you said it, but I was going to be like, you know, none of this was like a, you never took any of this in as like, he's purposely doing wrong. Like, it was just a matter of like, he moved to better. Yeah, things he, just was kind of hard. It was it was know. hard for him, but it was like, at the same time, it wasn't much he could really do. So you was kind of forced to position. And it was like, you know what I'm saying? You went a long time with the decision of like, I'm going to try my best to make this smaller amount work. Even yeah, because less time. And let me say why. Um, dealing with seeing your situation made me feel like I don't want to take away from him and his family. So I, I kind of felt, I felt guilty on both parts. I was like, I don't think it's fair for Jamal that I'm just letting him skate and skate and skate. And then I'm like, you know, I don't want to hurt him and hurt his family. He got a wife and kid. Like, I didn't, I don't want to do that to him, you know, just me being the nice person that I am. But I was like, something got to give. And true enough, I would ask him for help here and there. He would try his best to do it if he could. However, there were times where I would be like, hey, I need this. And he'll say, well, when she comes here, I'll try to get it for her. Just say, for instance, some shoes. Hey, she needs a new pair of gym shoes. And he'll be like, well, I don't have the money right now, but when she come visit me in a couple of weeks, I'll get them. And I'm like, well, you know, she kind of need them now. So if if I don't want to have to keep waiting, if the money was coming on the car, then I wouldn't have to ask for anything. And um, luckily, we we they did process everything, and they called us back to court. And the crazy thing is that. When we walked into court, the judge, I think she was nice. I felt that she was trying to be um, fair kind of on both ends because she put me down as working, and I don't work. She used my um, tax information from last year and to say that's how much I made. So his payments were increased, and she was like, well, yeah, this is based off of 20, uh, 2007, and, you know, there's been a major pay change since then so um she did increase the amount um but out of fairness to him she set me as working and she used my um taxes from last year oh and she also said um she also asked how often he gets a child now mind you he lives six hours away and he just gets her when he can or he or he comes and visits whenever he can so, of course, it's not that much. However, she put him at standard visitation, which is every other weekend, a few holiday days, and two weeks in June, two weeks in July, which is way more than the amount that she sees him. I didn't argue with that because I literally walked into the court like, hey, I just want things done fair. If I leave out of here with five extra dollars, I'm fine with that. I just want things to be done fair. I just, you know, I was really tired of being middle man. Um, 
that led to like a huge argument. <laughs> um, I mean, I walked out of there fine. He, I, I feel like he may have felt some type of way, but he was man enough. He wasn't angry with me. He didn't act funny with me. He was just like, I knew it was going to increase. Um, I just didn't know how much, and it was just on, you know, on his opinion was a lot of money. And but everything worked out like. We're fine, um, but we also at a point now where we know how to co-parent. I mean, we've been doing this for, what, eight years? Um, we, we can just co-parent with, really well. Another thing that I told him is, like, when she comes to visit you, I'm going to make sure she has everything she needs. If, just like in the summer, they were going out of town, and I sent $100. So I make sure, because I know that I'm getting this child for money, I, I know to make sure she's fine when she's with him. So... Whatever she needed, I made sure she had. I always send the clothes. If he needs money, I'll send it or whatever. But we're good on this end. Well, yeah, and, you know, just to kind of piggyback off of that and just pull some, um, pull some, I guess, aspects of your story and just kind of speak on them in a general sense. Um, you know, uh, just, you know, watching out to is actually a great co-parenting situation because, at no point did any of it really be, but like this, it's never been like a, a it, it, you know, after going, I guess, through y'all, you know, early stages of core parenting, it's never been a, it's always just been about what works best for kids. It's never been a, oh, well, you personally pissed me off, so I'm going to make this decision, or I don't like what, you know what I'm saying, how you did this, so I'm going to make this decision, but it's just always been, you know, what's best for kids. So it, it just, it's just, to me, it's just a clear example of what, what makes co-parenting easy, and, um, in reference to the child support thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the general like law is is pretty is pretty decent as far as like you know how often you spend with the child and how much you make. You know what I'm saying? It's what's sad is sorry to cut you off, but what's sad is all the cases are different. Like um, some guy was like, man, I saw on Facebook some guy was like. Man, um, the judge don't give a damn about the daddy's this and this and that. And I was like, well, I felt like my judge, she was pretty fair. You know, I, I didn't feel like she was hard on um, him. Um, but he was like, well, I had that same judge and she didn't give a shit. And I was like, well, yeah, well, see, I sucks. think in their cases, and that's why I'm like, the thing is, us men are just always complaining about how much we got to pay when it's like, you really should be arguing about how often you get to see your child. Cause I've never, yeah, because at the end of the day, that money is just money and it got to be paid. But how much are you with? Yeah, that's something to say because, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that guy was probably just mad. I'm like, she, she, she just made me pay this. But, yeah, but, like, at any point did you say, well, I want to spend more time on my tab, but she don't let me see him. And, like, this guy and they feel, and with, kid a lot, though, but. Uh, well, uh, well, I mean, I was going to say, they still going to say no, but it's just, like, if you let go of the money aspect, you will realize the real error is just in the fact that we have no control over how often we get to see our kids. And yep. that's where the court system is at. It's not – I feel like the the it's this image painting that they're just down there making us pay all this money, and that's the unfair part. When in reality, the unfair part isn't the money. It's just that we have no control over how often we get to spend time with our kids. If we can go down – and but. I feel like it's just this stigma that, like, well, then niggas would just be trying to get the kids so they can spend less money, and they just want to drop them off at their grandma's house and blah, 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 which, I mean, that could be true. And, I mean, but at the same time, there's no perfect situation because, so since there's going to be a few bad apples of niggas that, like, 
just getting the kid more often to spend less money and drop off the kid. All men, uh, yeah, all men just got to pay all this crazy amount of money, and it's like it's just not fair. And I feel like this shit can, there can be like what can't be regulated is if you just not letting me have an option or say so, and how often I get to see my kid. That that like that can't be regulated because it's just a fucked up decision. But it can be regulated like if you know dudes just all of a sudden like oh shit. I only got to pay $100 if I get up every uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, sign me up. But then if the mama can be like, he don't be having her here's proof, blah, 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 then, you know, take that visitation away and put them back. So I feel like it can be regulated. So I feel like oh, in the overall sense, if I just want to, you know, give a general opinion on this, you know, child support topic, you know, women just always be open to let the child see their father. Like, like you know, we, we, we spoke on some small instances where that could play a part, but just in the overall sense, women focus more so on, like, not keeping the child away. Men focus more so on not being worried about your money and being worried about seeing your kid. Just don't worry about that money going to have you fucking stressed. Like, yeah, because they want to be like, what well, if she bought some bundles? Yeah, like, it don't, it don't, like you, I, you see all these different threads and posts and social media arguments and wars about men. Complaining. You can't count people's pockets. You don't really know where their money But, you know, it don't even them. matter, though. Even if you talk about the, even if you, you, you do have all this proof of, like, women misusing the child support money, like, putting your focus there, it don't, that shit ain't going, like, we not going to get no laws made off the fact that we proving that women going to the club with their child support, but they're not going to make no laws off this shit, but I feel like if the if the conversation was constantly, like, if you was always hearing men yell and talk about how they don't have no control over how often they get to see their kids, I feel like laws can be made behind this shit, but they're not going to make no laws because you got a bunch of shithead niggas talking about something. I ain't going to pay that bitch because she's just going to take that money to get her nails. Like, they, they don't care about this shit. They, all they're going to say is, nope, well, you're giving her the money to get her nails done. Because they don't, at the end of the day, when the money goes to the mama, they don't care how that money is spent. They just want to make sure that money goes to the mama. They yeah, not- because they're, um, in the, what she said was like, uh, what the judge was saying was like, well, we see that if the two of you, if your income combined, um, this is what you would be spending on your child. So they, that's how they base it off of, like, how much both of y'all make and how much they figure that y'all would be paying for the child, um, you know, paying to take care of the child or whatever, is what they'll set the payment at. So it's how much it'll take to raise a kid under the house, under, in the event that both of y'all was together and in the house together. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> okay, dog. But um, I, I and like don't get me wrong, I know it's really fucked. I mean, hell, I, I was that person before I was able to get a better job. Whereas like you got a lot of us men out there just fucking struggling because we got we still struggling pay all this money and child support and it's like right. damn, I, yeah, we're still struggling. We still work. <laughs> but um, you know, we paying all this money and I gotta like I gotta live lower while I should see her over there with her new car. I mean, hell, that was my lifestyle at a point in time where you know I was struggling to pay my rent and you know, made mom had a brand new car. But I never cared about that. That never hurt me. What hurt me is that, you know, I'm trying to get her something, and she said no. And you know what I'm saying? And I just say that to say is, you know, and I know. Don't ask kids out of wheel lock, is that what you're saying? No, nobody gives a crap about that little <laughs> poo-poo-ass phrase. But I just say that to say, like, and I mean, you know, I, I know this is like a small podcast. I mean, people might not listen to it. But I just feel like if the conversation of what we constantly see in social media, what we constantly hear in everyday work life was, men going 
Man, I just think it's fucked up that, like, I can't pick my visitation and I can't decide how often I get to see my child. You got a completely different, like, story. And, like like I said, laws can be made behind it. But if we just going to sit around and constantly be upset about money, talking about what women doing with our child support money, ain't shit going to change. We just going to be a bunch of niggas complaining about this shit. And like I said, I'm not saying that to say that money isn't being misused. I'm just saying that shouldn't be where your argument is. Because think about it like this. If arguing about or being upset about where your money is going doesn't change anything, and you're just going to continue to argue about it. But if, like, for some reason they decide, well, how often do you want to see the kid? And it's like, well, let me get them. You save money. Like, they don't, you don't have to pay as much if you're more concerned with the time. Now, granted, I feel like you just, just genuinely want to see your child more often, but you actually save money if you see the child more often as opposed to, oh, no, I'm not trying to get a little run around this weekend, but... I don't want to pay for hundred dollars a month either. Can you work that out for me, Judge? Because because look, uh, look no. <laughs> even though I even though I only get him every other weekend, listen though, listen though, with that four hundred dollars, she got her windows tinted. Like, come on, Judge, this shit fucked up. And it's like, <laughs> if you didn't go under complaining about her getting her little Honda Civic and windows tinted, and would have went there and be like, hey, look, I've been trying to get run around every weekend, and she'd be saying no. The judge might look at you a little different, and might even be a little more pleading to the case. But you go in there talking about fucking money, and they don't, they don't care about it. Like, they don't care about the money, and you got to kind of let this shit go, too. you got to be more concerned with the time. What do you think about um, mothers asking for help outside of the child support? Dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, it just depends on the relationship, how much you paying. I feel like in a general aspect, probably no, you know, especially considering what you It pay. depends on how much they're paying, I believe. It, and to me, it just... Because I feel like... I feel like I've been not asking for like I feel like I've been not asking for nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to think in a very small. And if somebody get more money than me, but I just feel like um I I have more than enough. I shouldn't ask him for shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it should be if you have to ask for money outside of child support, then you mismanaged some money somehow. You did something wrong, so. You know, so I already did. Yeah, or you're not getting enough because it was based off of six years ago. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, but well, see, that's and, but in that case, you talking about somebody that doesn't get a lot of money. I'm more so speaking to people that are getting a lot. Yeah, of money. I won't say when it was based off of. I'll just say the amount that you're getting. Yeah, like if you, like I said, if we talking about somebody that's getting the right amount and getting a decent amount of money. Like you might have just mismanaged the money, and at this point, you ain't even necessarily asking me for money as a parent. You just mismanaged money, man. You just asking me money as a nigga. Like you just need some money and you need help. Which, I mean, that, in that case, it just depends on the parents, you know what I'm saying? And it's like if you want to help that person or not and what they actually need help with. Because, hell, if your baby mama mismanaged, I mean, it sucks, but like if your baby mama mismanaged the money and you pay a shitload of money, she's like, look, my light's going to get cut off. Your kid got to be in the house. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of a sticky situation. But I would say in general, it's like women should just do their best to manage their money if they get enough. Now, when we talk about somebody that's like, not really, because we know we we know plenty, not plenty, but we know cases where motherfuckers getting seven dollars a month for child support. So it's like I feel like that. It's like I feel like the people that ain't really getting shit for that, like you're not really getting nothing, so it don't even matter. Yeah, it's like it don't even matter. You're not even getting the money, so for real. So yeah, you should definitely be asking a daddy for money. But um, in a, like I said, in a general aspect, you getting the right amount of money, it's a decent amount. You've been making it. If it comes to a point where you need to ask the dad for money outside of what he already paid, it's kind of not like it, you just ask somebody else. <laughs> not even necessarily ask somebody else. It's just at that point you're not asking. I mean, you technically you asking as the child of my father, can you help me? But it's kind of like you you asking for a favor. 
Mm-hmm. You're not really the money might specifically go to something for your child, but that means you're missing into some money where it should have the money should have already been taken care of your child. So it's like you just asking for a favor at that point, and it just kind of depends on the relationship you and the co-parent cat. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm not against it. It's just that like it just depends on what works for that person. Well. But uh, any, any is that the end? You um, I said I like that's it. All right, here's um oh, just a few little a few little tips, um, advice pointers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we hit a lot. Watch who you have kids by. Don't have kids out of wedlock. Wear a condom. Yeah. So this. <laughs> This, I, I, I love analogies, y'all, and I love analogies with cars. Let me oh, give, God. Let me Jesus, give you one of what. Let me give you no. one of what she just did. This is what she just did. <laughs> she just walked into a scene of an accident, and she and she just said, "Put your seatbelt on and make sure your airbags are working." So the motherfucker is <laughs> hanging outside doing shit like, uh, "Okay, bitch, I will." I, I will <laughs> no, I'm just joking because I'm not perfect. Like, of course, I have. Look, I I had kids. And my first lock, kid, it was nineteen. Halfway yeah. with lock. <laughs> not even married. Not, e- not even in real relationship. Nah, um, I mean, and, oh, we, and I feel like we, with Kizzy, I just got pregnant so quick. Like, we was only together, what, half, long. N- like, no time at all. So, I mean, so I, I'm I'm not um, the pot calling the kettle black. Is that the term? You can't cook. What are you talking about? I can't cook. No. Anyways, look. Yeah, but I I was just joking. I mean, I I do now, like, going through life and getting older, if, I guess, like, I would give the advice to my sister to be, be, like, just wait as far as having kids and be careful. I I feel like our tips should be on people that's dealing with child support, not people, not preventing them from dealing with child support. I mean, you could put that out there. I feel like if we're going to stay on topic, let's just give tips for people that are already in this. Okay, situation. well, if you're already on child support or whatever. Or just, about to be or just or about to be. Or trying to co-parent. Just just try your best to co-parent and let the petty stuff go. And even if you hate that person, they steal your child's mother or father for the rest of their life. So. Yeah, and it's like, you know. You got to deal with them. So deal with them. Yeah, and it's just like as far it's, as you gotta grow up too, though. Like I feel like when I was a petty baby mama, and like I just a lot of bullshit was on me in the beginning, and I had to like grow up and, and change myself. But yeah, and it's like, like I said, just to throw some quick tips out there. You know, if you didn't file the case, know that it might not happen immediately. So don't be sitting around waiting on it, women and men. Don't be sitting around thinking you're gonna save your money. Be paying money while you waiting on that case. Um, women, you know, if just try your best to have the mentality of letting him see the child as often as possible. And men, you know, try not to be so concerned with paying the money and be more concerned with, because I'm, I'm trying not to go back into it, but that's just such a big thing to me as a man. And I just imagine, like, a man complaining to his baby mama about what she's doing with her money and how she's spending her money when it's like, don't you think y'all be having a completely different conversation if you were saying, well, I just be trying to see him and I just want to take him here and I just want to do this with him. Like, it's kind of, at that point, it's kind of hard for her to have such a rebuttal. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing it's, to argue about because at that point, if she, she arguing, she's she a bad person. Like, <laughs> you don't even spend time with Yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? At that point, it's what like... It, yeah, we and why they got to be twice Ray Ray Ron Ron John John and Ray Kwan. Yeah, but um, we just joking, y'all. But at that point, it's like you know what I'm saying. 
there's nothing to argue about. And if, if y'all still arguing at that point, maybe she's in the wrong. But if you just yelling about money, right, it's not going to get nowhere. Because at the end of the day, look, I, I want you to think about it like this. You yelling at your baby mama, you complaining on Twitter, you, you know what I'm saying, trying to complain at the judge about paying child support is just like if every time they handed you your check, you was like, so what's this Social Security shit? So, so where does money really go? So y'all really giving this money to Social Security? And what's Medicaid? I don't know who Medicaid is. I don't know them. Uh-uh. So do this money really go? To, that's the same thing. You sound fucking stupid. Like, just let it go. <laughs> Stop worrying about the money. Just be concerned with spending time with your child. Um, and just co-parent, man. Just co-parent. So... We're going to move on out of our main track, go into those listeners' letters, and boom, right past them because we still ain't got none. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, I say it every week. We know they're going to come, you know, who's going to try our best to have an episode. We got high hopes on it. We got real high hopes. We got real high hopes. Look, like I said, um, uh, I guess we can just go ahead and give out our socials, right? Not, I said socials. <laughs> we got uh, social, social media. Uh, you know, the email is it's ask untitled podcast. No. Can you stop? You sound like my daddy. What is it? Ask on title playlist? Right, yeah. Ask on title playlist at gmail dot com. You know, send your questions, responses, anything there. Uh you can reach me on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at Jamal DeMarco, J A M A L D M A R C O. And you can reach Fee at Alili on Instagram. P H A L E E L E E. I think I say it like that every week. Um, Facebook is Felicia Ariel, that's P-H-Y-L-I-C-I-A, and then Ariel is A-R-I-E-L-L-E. Um, we also have a Facebook page. It ain't popping right now, but, you know. You can like it. It is Untitled Playlist. I think that's, you search that and you'll find it, I'm going to assume. Don't like it, comment, whatever. Yeah, so, you know, um. Hopefully we'll be building on this listener letter. Tell your friends. And tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell their friend to tell their mama. So next we're going to move into our final segment, which is Unplanned Parenthood. And this week we found ourselves dealing with a high fucking Walmart bill. We got a fucking Walmart bill because we in that bitch every week spending two to $300. Well, I mean... You you did say that. Yeah, it's it's basically, and I mean, I basically just bring it up in the sense of like having a family and how. Yeah, we ain't planned. Yeah, we ain't planned yeah, to have these many kids. We, we didn't plan to be buying groceries every yeah, week. Yeah, it's, it's it just it's it just suddenly not suddenly, but it just starts hitting us like, damn, we in Walmart every week spending one to two hundred dollars a week, and it's like this. It, it didn't start like that, you know. You go from being just this. You know, I feel like when we both moved out, we already had kids. But it's just like us and the kid. You know, I don't have mine, you know. I feel like my grocery bill used to be like it wasn't $60 nothing. every two weeks And then, we, you know, in our own places, that was it. And then we came together, and it still really wasn't it. It was just us bringing our, you know, single lives together. You know, it really wasn't a lot. But then we had our son, and we slowly started to notice a change. And then we had our daughter, and it's just like four kids, two adults, and it's really and we have gotten um, food stamps <laughs> here and there, and they, but um, baby, they came and they went. It was, it was we did such not a, get them no more. It was, it was almost like living in the Obama area, and now we're living in the Trump era. Cause, uh, real life. Because <laughs> the, like, the lack of food stamps is rough, and you would think, you know, four kids, 
you know what I'm saying, stay-at-home mom, they would mess with us. But they said, no, sir, you, you, your income is a little too much, and we won't be giving y'all anything. And we still broke. Yeah, we broke as hell. But um, that's all, that's, about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's a whole other topic for how they issue out uh, government assistance. But, but we ain't tripping, though. We're making it happen. we still eating good. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it, <laughs> we just eat. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, we just we just kind of felt like that was an experience to share of like growing from single to single with a kid, a growing family, starting to dating, and combining incomes to having an actual family, and just seeing the difference in like uh where money goes and how it's spent, and um, you know, it's also like a PSA like help us like last week when we needed help with uh dallas we we need help again how do we plan this shit we, um, we've gotten well, a lot of different say something on facebook about it and i was told we should try couponing buying in bulk and going on a diet i guess no <laughs> <laughs> you just stop eating niggas yeah nah. just don't eat bread and water bread and water but yeah you know we we just felt like that was a different experience and if you if if anybody out there feels like they they've dealt with the same thing or see like feel like oh wow i'm about to move in with my boyfriend and he got a son and i gotta do how is that gonna play out and just you know share your experience and let us know yeah groceries are high and the funny thing is which i know everybody already know the the junk food, the shit that ain't no good for you is what. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> you don't. They, don't they, try to eat healthy. Whole foods is expensive, and the dollar store sell all the snacks. So this. <laughs> Speaking of the dollar store, though, um, that is something that we're gonna start doing. Um, we can buy like canned goods out of there, some snacks out of there, um, household products. Yeah, we definitely just trying to find a way to like. You know, minimize on what we shop because we we just used to go on to Walmart. Yeah, we'll just go to Walmart and throw out hundred fifty, two hundred dollars or whatever. And it's like not only that, we'll we'll spend that and then by Wednesday, Jamal had to stop at the store. Yeah, and spend another thirty dollars or so. Because this whole household thing, like it just kind of happened. Like we were pretty much doing apartment to apartment, and at some point, it was like, well, we're paying so much for an apartment, let's get a house. And it's not to say that having a house changes your 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 uh. I guess household items and grocery bills. It probably would have been the same as the apartment, but it's just like you just notice a difference where it's like, oh, we didn't really plan for this, and it's like it's, it's just. And my mama also said how like we're homebodies, like on the weekends. Yeah, so we always we like homebody. always at home, and it's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks in between. Yeah, so that's and it. you know you eat and drink through the night. I'm a man. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's just, it's just been a learning experience of like how to budget for a family. That that that's the thing, budgeting for a family, and we still learning. We haven't really figured it out. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna get there though. Yeah, we'll fit. We'll, we we we're definitely working on trying well, new things and trying to figure it out. So we thought that'd be interesting to share. And with that being said, that that wraps up track three. Yeah, that brings us to a close. So. Again, Hope you enjoy. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend, bitch. Yeah, again, you know, just hit our socials, hit the email, send us some questions. Not our social security numbers. Yeah, because you won't get shit because <laughs> we broke. But, yeah, you know, just try to get in contact with us and tell a friend to tell a friend. And we will see y'all next time. Bye.